The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to introduce tonight's Columbia program, Suspense. The story is The Pit of the Pendulum by Edgar Allan Poe, the adaptation by John Dixon Carr. Our guest is the distinguished American actor, Mr. Henry Hull, who plays the part of a prisoner of the Spanish Inquisition. If you've been with us on these Tuesday nights, you will know that Suspense is compounded of mystery, suspicion, and dangerous adventure to hold you in a vicarious situation and withhold the solution until the last possible moment. And so it is with the fit and the pendulum and Mr. Hull's performance. We again hope to keep you in the And now, the fit and the pendulum. Months in a dungeon. I, I've been tormented by nightmares. Conscience, one trusts. 
Pray silence, Fra Antonio. Even, even now, I, I have no knowledge of where I am or to whom I may be speaking. You are speaking to me, my son. I am Fra Pedro de Estela, prior of the Dominicans of Segovia and Grand Inquisitor of all Spain. Is this... Is this the course of the Inquisition? It is. Oh, then, then God help me. He will help you, my son, if you trust him. But I, I am a French officer. That is true. A soldier and creature of the arts being Napoleon Bonaparte. But a French officer nonetheless. A prisoner of war. That's what might you find me in this court. Let the clerk read the charges against this prisoner. Pray silence while the clerk reads the charges. The charges against the prisoner are as follows. Imprimus, that he is one Jean d'Albray, a captain of artillery in the army of Bonaparte, so-called emperor of the French. It means nothing, as the prisoner says. It is no crime. Proceed. Item, that on the fourth day of September in the year of our Lord, 188, that Jean d'Albray did wear to spouse and marry the most noble lady, the Dona Beatrice Valdez, niece, sub and ward of the election. One moment. Your Excellency spoke. Oh, Antonio, was any cheat employed to trap this girl into marriage against her will? No, we have no actual evidence of any cheat. Was the girl of age? I believe so. Then where was the prisoner here? This marriage was a deplorable thing, if you like. Bonaparte himself is almost at the gates of Madrid. His general, Lasalle, menaces our city of Toledo itself. But lawful marriage, however regrettable, is no sin or crime. There are other matters in the indictment, I think. Then continue, but give us nothing that is not material. Item, that on the 12th of October, 1808, the Sergeant Delbray, being in command of a five-gun battery of light artillery, did direct the fire of his guns against the holy church of St. Martha the Innocent. What? And thereby of his wicked malice destroyed that church utterly. Captain Delbray. Is this charge true? It is, yes. You admit it? Good father, hear what I have to say. The church blew up, I think. Will you boast of your opinion, man? It blew up because it was stored with kegs of gunpowder for your army. I had every right to fire on it. And that is all the defense you have to make? I tell you, I had every right to fire on it by military law. That was is military law above God's law? I... I don't know. I did my duty, that's all. Long live the emperor! Captain Dalbray, mark what I say. No man, however great his heresy, is ever condemned to be burnt in the fire. Fire? Fire. If he first recant and ignore the Say, no pity, no atonement. The only sentence of this court can be death. Death. Yes. Yes. The secular or government arm to which we must release you has devised two ways of punishment in cases such as yours. You hear the tolling of the bell? I hear them. It is the possession of the condemned going to the auto de fe. Soon the yellow light of the flames will stream through the windows and flicker on floor and ceiling. Nunca dinora mortis intuit manibus most of those condemned out of mercy will be strangled before they are burned. It cannot be so with you, Jean d'Albray. You must die in one of two ways. Either with the direst of physical agony. A slow fire of green wood. Ice bandages about the head and the heart. So that the fire does not approach too quickly. Or else, Jean d'Albray, you must die... 
in a certain other way. Then Galvinus passed your sentence and let me go. The law does not permit me to tell you now what this other way is. Sentence of this court, therefore. I, I have swooned. Yet still, I will not say that all of consciousness was lost. In the deepest slumber, no. In delirium, no. In a swoon, no. In death, no. Even in the grave, all is not lost. There are shadows of memory which tell us indistinctly of tall figures that lifted me and bore me in silence down, down, still down. Until a hideous dizziness oppressed me at that descent into the earth. Then, as consciousness swam back to my wits, darkness, the stone floor, and darkness. Oh, Beatrice, Beatrice, my wife, Beatrice. Did you call me, John? Beatrice. Was that you who spoke? Yes, Sean. You were here in the dungeons of the Inquisition. I am not really speaking to you, my poor Jean. I am only in your imagination. Am I mad, then? No. But your brain is fevered. You only think you hear me. No, no, no. I, I do. I do. I hear you clearly. As clearly as I once heard in you. In the little church near the Abro where we were married. Yes, yes, yes. I, I destroyed that church, Beatrice. I had to. It was my commanding officer's order. I know, Jean. Be comforted. There are those who care. You won't leave me. As long as I am in your heart, I shall be here. I, I was strong once. Now, now I am weak. Once I was reckless. Now I am afraid. What am I, Beatrice? What are you going to do to me? I cannot tell. Remember, my voice comes only from your own brain. Are you fettered? Fettered? Uh, no. They've not chained you to the wall. No, no. no. They've, they've taken away my uniform. They've given me sandals and a robe of what feels like coarse serge. But I'm, I'm still free. Ah, free. Take courage, John. Free. And in the grasp of the Inquisition, Beatrice. Yes, Sean. It's completely dark. There's hardly any air. I, I'd better get up. I'd better stretch out my hand. Suppose... <laughs> Suppose it buried me alive. Courage. Can you stand up? I, I, I think so, yes. Then walk. Walk as far as you can. Measure the limit of the cell. If this is not a tomb... You're right, Beatrice. That always. I'll, I'll try. Are you on your feet? Yes. Now, now pray. Pray for a poor devil who always meant well. One pace. Two pace. Three. You are very weak, John. Rest a moment. Where are you now, Beatrice? In, in the flesh, I mean. You know that, John. In the old house by the olive grove. Scorned of my people. Yes, I know it. Each morning I climb to the hilltop and watch. Go on, go on. Sometimes I think I hear gunwheels yes. rumble in the hills. Yes. And long-moving columns yes. with the red dust rising about Go on, go on. First come the heavy cavalry in plume-crested helmets. Yes. On their flanks, squealing like hawks, light hussars in blue and scarlet. And behind them, in a glitter of bayonets as vast as light points on the sea, rank upon yes. rank. The long gray coats and the tall bearskin caps. The old gods and the grand army. It 
It is only a vision, my dear one. They do not come. Ah, will they? Will they ever come, Beatrice? I cannot tell. Then, then I must face what has been prepared for me. Walk again, John. Try. Keep your hand in front of you. This rope, this rope, it impedes me. The floor is treacherous and slimy, but I'll try. Four paces. Five. Six. Seven. It can't be a tomb. Eight. Nine. Look out! I'm all right. I fell to my knees. The rope, the rope tripped me. My, my hand is in front of me. It's lower than my face, but I, I feel, I feel nothing. Nothing, John. It's a pit. A circular pit. And I fell on the very edge of it. Oh. They would have made you walk into it. Yeah. Uh, there's a loose fragment of rock just inside the edge. Of it. If I can dislodge it. If I can Rats, yes, but something else. I, I heard it move. So did I. What is in the pit, Sean? I don't know. But you're saved. Uh, saved, Beatrice. Saved from the Inquisition. <laughs> my, my torture has been merely postponed. like that of death. How long it lasted, I, I know not. But when I opened my eyes once again, I could see. Yes, see. My prison was large and lofty. Its walls formed a massive iron plate, bolted or joined together. A wild, sulfurous luster, I could not trace its origin, lit up the dungeon, and the circular pit and the crudely daubed skeleton figures painted in evil colors on the iron walls. Skeleton figures, demon figures, gargoyle figures. The colors a little blurred as from the effects of a damp. It must approach you slowly and force itself into your mind. It must stalk you like a tiger. It must bring you face to face at last with the king of Paris. Gained consciousness, I lay on my back in the full length on a low framework of wood. To this framework, I was securely bound by a long fastening resembling a surgical bandage. Bound? But why? 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 The bandage passed round and round my body, leaving at liberty only my head and my left arm. With much exertion, I could supply myself with food from an earthen dish on the floor beside me. It was meat, highly seasoned, but there was no water. Beatrice! Beatrice, where are you? Here, John. As always. Your voice sounds stronger. Does it, John? And I... I can see you now. 
I can see you. As clearly as I saw you months ago. Oh, I wish it were true. Your bonnet and the parasol you carried in summer. And the high-waisted blue dress. You are weaker, my dear, and more fevered. Uh, I... Have I been asleep? Yes, John. They must have been here while I slept. They're bound me. Why? 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 Stop those voices! Why? Stop them! Mine too, Jean. Why? I am not here either, you know. Don't drive me away. I see painted on the ceiling the figure of Father Time. Anything else? But Father Time carries no sign. No. He carries instead what looks like a gigantic pendulum from an ancient clock. About one thing I swear I'm in my right senses. I saw that pendulum move. A painting cannot move. Yet I swear the pendulum did move. It swung a little back and forth, just like a real pendulum. Try not to trouble your brain. That pendulum is real. It's fair to, fair to take care of. Take care of what? You're not looking at the pendulum now. Take care of the rats, the rats, and the pits. I see them. falling out in dozens. You can see their eyes glitter. One of them ran across the hem of your dress. Did it, son? What they want? They caught the scent of the meat in the dish beside you. But they'll not get it. Oh, Move your hand above the plate, John. Move. Beatrice, Beatrice, where are you going? I, I can hardly hear you. You are sending me away, John. I'm sending you away. And my poor loved one. You can't bear to see the rats running about my feet. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, her cell swarming with vermin. There are others I had rather see here. I'd rather see. Did you call me Captain Dalbray? Then in spirit I am here. Who are you? You don't you recognize me? No, I do not. I am that second inquisitor, Fra Antonio, whom you thought unfair at your trial. But we were not unfair. We administer the law. That is all. So, I command you, go. Not until I have first told you what you already guessed. Which is? There are two forms of death for such as you. One, death with its direst physical torture. The other, death with its direst mental torture. I, I have been condemned to the second? Your guess is good. Listen. Do you hear anything? Yes, yes, I do. I, I hear something. Turn your eyes upwards. Look at the ceiling. The pendulum. 
high, the pendulum. It descended. Only a foot or so of the axe. As you notice, it is not really a pendulum. Its underside is a crescent formed of sharp, of razor-sharp steel. You mean? Upon this weight, Captain Dalbray, its movement is slow now. But soon it will take on momentum. It will swing wider and wider. Thirty feet, perhaps. Presently, as it swings, you will hear it hiss. And with each broad movement, it will creep a trifle slower. Steel directly above me. Yes. But the region of your heart lies still and look up at it. How? How long before? You need have no immediate fear. It will not be too soon. But how soon? Who can tell? In the name of pity, give me some answer. Hours, perhaps days. It's beginning to swing wider. I, I can't take my eyes from it. It's glitter fascinates you, eh? See how it shines in that wild light. And this is your utmost refinement in cruelty. The law, Captain Dalbray, is never cruel. And now, still in spirit, I leave you to your meditations. It will not be too soon. Minutes, hours, days. Why should I fear the rats? Rats? 
You open your eyes and your eyes blaze. What is it, Do they appear still swarm here? Across the floor and over the meat pocket. They have taken nearly all your food. Yes, 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 of course, they are ravenous. And they have sharp teeth. Well... The meat is oily and spiced. If I pick what remains of it, scatter you, vermin! And rub that meat on the bandages that hold me here. Why, John, try! Maybe too late. Did I leave my body a fraction of an inch up? Try it, high can you try? Ah, but look, this terror, as soon as I do try... But they are watching you. I can see their eyes. Look, they're creeping back. Can I find the rats crawling across me? Can the flesh bear it? One of them has leaped on the wooden framework. Another follows. They're gnawing at the bandage. Seven, eight more sweeps of the pendulum and... The bandage give way. A little Light still, John, light still. Ten, twelve, a dozen rats now. Is death, I wonder, worse than this disgust? A dozen sharp knives could do no better. The bandage is loosened to ribbons. Now, if you move sideways, yes. carefully, yes. and drop to the floor. Ah, Beatrice, I can't move. My arms and my legs are numb. There is no power the to... The steel has freed your robe. A minute more will be feeling... And, and with all the hatred that is in me, and all the hate that I bear my enemies... Each move I make, they watched. You never doubted that? No. Yet with all they could do to you, they have failed twice. They will not fail a third time, my dear. There must be no more dallying with a king of terrors. What else can they do? I can't say. See, see how the rats gnaw in silence at that bandage. To what food, I wonder, have they been accustomed in the pit? But you escaped the pit. I escaped it once. Listen. What do you hear? A groaning. Where is that? A grinding as of metal. It was only the cogwheels of the pendulum. I think not, Beatrice. Why not? It seems to come from behind those iron-painted walls. It seems to shake the dungeon. The mill wheel might shake it. Stand up, my poor Jean. Get up off your knees. I can't, Beatrice. I can't endure anymore. The paintings on the walls of this dungeon, the skeletons and imps and devils, they seem different. They are different. The colors sharpen and grow bright. The demon's eyes glare. The skeleton hands are stretched. Don't you catch even yet the odor of heated iron? Heated iron? Beatrice, my darling, I... I have been much humbled. But I won't... I won't have you see me in tears. I... I order you to call. John, in the name of heaven, Beatrice. you're sending me away. Yes, yes, oh. in the name of heaven, go, go. Suffocating heat pervaded the prison. A deeper glow settled in the painted eyes that glared at me. I could draw no breath of air into my lungs. Against the loom of that fiery destruction, the thought of the pit and its coolness come like a soothing bomb. I staggered to the edge of the pit. I looked into it. The enkindled walls and roof lighted it for its depth. Yet for one wild moment, even then, I refused to believe the horror of what I saw beneath me. Does the pit please you, Captain Galbraith? Does the pit merciful God anything but that? And how shall you avoid it? Look, this dungeon has changed its shape. That is true. Doors are closing in. It was formerly a square. 
And now it is backing slowly toward the center to force me into the pit. Of course. Well, it'll force you along with me. Again, apparently you must be told, Captain Dalbray, that you are speaking only to your own sick fancy. I am not here at all. Farewell. And now, now closer and closer through the red burning walls, forcing me into the pit with a swiftness that left me no time for thought. I shrank back with the closing walls, pressed me relentlessly onward. At length, for my seared and writhing body, there was no longer an inch of foothold. I, I started on the edge of the pit. celebrated story, The Pit and the Pendulum, starring Henry Hull. We invite you to another adventure of suspense next Tuesday at the same hour. Until then, this is the man in black saying good night. William Spear, the producer, John Deets, the director, Bernard Herman, the composer-conductor, and John Dixon Carr, the author, are collaborators on... Suspense. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.